0: Good morning. Welcome to Bethlehem Different Church, where God has called and gathered us here this day. To receive his gifts through his word and his sacrament. Clap your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. For the Lord the Most High is to be feared, a great king over all the earth. He subdued peoples under us and nations under our feet. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing praises with a psalm. God over the nations. God sits on throne. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Clap your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. The Old Testament reading for the seventh Sunday after Trinity is from Genesis chapter 2. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living creature. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east. And there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord made, up to, made to spring up every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed out of Eden to water the gardens, and there it divided and became four rivers. The name of the first is the Pishon. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. Bidelium and onyx stones are found there. The name of the second river is the Gihon. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Cush. And the name of the third river is the Tigris, which flows east of Assyria, and the fourth river is the Euphrates. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden, to work it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in that day that you eat of it you shall surely die. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from Romans chapter 6. I am speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness, leading to sanctification. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. But what fruit were you getting at that time? from the things of which you are now ashamed. The end of those things is death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 8th chapter. In those days, when when again a great crowd had gathered, and they had nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the crowd, because they have been with me now three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their homes, they will faint on the way, and some of them have come from far away. And his disciples answered him, How can one feed these people with bread here in this desolate place? And he asked them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven. And he directed the crowd to sit on the ground. And he took the seven loaves, and, having given thanks, he broke them, and gave them to his disciples to set before the people. And they set them before the crowd. And they had a few small fish, and, having blessed them, he said that these also should be set before them. And they ate, and were satisfied. And they took up the broken pieces left over, seven baskets full, And there were about 4,000 people, and he sent them away. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So what are we praising God for this week? As you've probably discovered as you are listening to our sermons this year, Our introits, which is what our sermons have been based off of, are almost universally praising God for something. And so in many ways, our question for this entire year and for the rest of the year, until about November or so, is going to be, what are we praising God for this week? Well, This week, we seem to be praising God for subduing peoples under us and the nations under our feet and, perhaps more generally than that, the truth that our God is king over all the earth. But listen again to the praises of the psalmist for these things and listen for the truth of that which we praise our Lord for. Clap your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, is to be feared, a great King over all the earth. He subdued peoples under us and nations under our feet. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing praises with a psalm. God reigns over the nations, God sits on his holy throne. Clap your hands, all peoples, shout to God with loud songs of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, is to be feared, a great king over all the earth. Now true it is that our God is the king of all the earth. And yet, while that is most certainly true, we have to admit to ourselves that often we tend to think that our God is a bit of a lousy king. I mean, even just look at what's going on right now. He appears to be letting this virus run rampant across the whole world. He lets his people die sometimes even simply because they were Christians, simply because they were trying to follow His command and trust in Him. And of course, we can look around the world and we can see the truth that God lets people run around sinning against Him, breaking His commandments all the time. We let these observations bring us to the conclusion that maybe our God is not a very good king. But when we do that, when we let those thoughts happen, when we truly think that our God is not a good king, we are breaking the first commandment again. Because, of of course, these complaints are, in fact, just another instance of us thinking that we know better than God does. Because, of course, on account of our fallen human nature, we all, deep down, really think that we would be better at being gods and kings than God himself is which is simply to say that we do not fear God as we should, nor do we trust God as we should. These complaints, these observations that we see in the world that bring us to the conclusion that our God isn't doing a good job, reveal the truth and the depth of our sin. Because, of course... The reality is, our God is, in fact, a great king. Patient and loving and generous to ridiculous measures. And that is the God that we praise. The God that we praise who loves everyone and wants everyone. Our king, our God, who was willing to die in order to ensure that all people could be His, in order to ensure that He could be merciful and patient and loving. Our God, who is willing to be patient and kind in this world as He strives to deliver His salvation to as many of us as possible, And yet, we are still sinners. And so, we begrudge him his generosity. We get annoyed when he's patient with other people. We get frustrated when he doesn't just fix the problems that we can so clearly see. And we let ourselves fall into the trap of thinking that we know better. Thinking that we can do better. And yet, thanks be to our God. Because despite the fact that we are horrible sinners who think he does a horrible job of being God and king, he is also patient with us. He is also loving toward us. He is, in fact, merciful even to us when we let those thoughts enter our head when we think we know better, when we don't trust and fear him as we should, he chooses to be patient. He chooses to forgive us. Just as he chose to die on the cross in order to ensure that even when we mess up, we could still be forgiven. That even when we break the very first and most important commandment, that eternal life could be ours on account of His sacrifice. And therefore, we ought not be surprised that God extends that same patience, that same love, that same mercy to the entire world, despite the fact that just like us, the entire world is going against God. That just like us, The entire world does not trust him or fear him as it should. And yet, our Lord is gracious, generous, and merciful. Much more than we could ever be, but how he is teaching us to be. And yet, we do recognize the truth of scriptures that the day will come when there is no more time. That the day will come when, just like eventually God sent Israel and Judah into exile, that God will eventually let his wrath fall upon this world and those who have refused his salvation. We recognize the truth that he will eventually subdue all peoples and nations and bring everyone into his kingdom Or cast them out of his kingdom. That day will come. And we are free even now to sing praises for that day. But until then, we wait with our King. We praise our God for his steadfast love, for his patience, for his kindness. The very same love that he showed to us. The very same patience that he used when he was waiting for us. And the very same kindness that we get to show to all of those around us. In the hopes that God will bring them into his kingdom just like he brought us. Because that's the type of king that our Lord is. That's the type of God that our Lord is a God who is patient and kind and merciful and who is willing to wait as he strives to give his word to people, as he strives to deliver his salvation through that word in order that he might bring as many people as possible into his kingdom. And we are free to live in that patience and kindness and mercy and free to share that patience and kindness and mercy with all of those around us, recognizing that when we do, God may be able to use that, to share his word with those people, with that person, and bring them to be with us in eternity forever. Now may the peace which passes all understanding Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.